Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 39 of the Own the Moment podcast. My name is TJ Lasig. I'm one of the co-founders here at OTM, and once again, we've got a lot to discuss tonight. And as always, I'm joined by my co-founder, Mr. Justin Herzig. Justin, what's going on? Another another busy week in NBA Top Shot, as is always the case. Another busy week is right. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, it, it seems like from an actual moments backdrops, a little slower. I don't think we're going to have anything major this week. Um, think uh, you know, la- late last night, Roham had his Q and A, so that was pretty insightful. And uh, you know, there's just been a lot of talk, and I guess the real talk of the town is obviously Cool Cat Bastard, which we'll dive into. Um, but overall, yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's some challenging times, but um, you know, we're we're still pushing forward. Yeah, sentiment is definitely down a little bit across the board, and understandably so. I mean, we, it feels like we're in a, a never-ending slide right now, but hopefully we can bring a little bit of excitement tonight, a little bit more positive energy. But we're going to be breaking down everything from the Cool Cats Master Challenge. We're going to talk through the analysis that we posted and a little bit of the, the thought process behind that. I know that there were some people out there that were not super thrilled with us putting that out there, so we, we will definitely speak to that and talk about you know how we want to handle situations like this going forward. As Justin said, we'll talk about the Q&A that Roham did in Discord. I think that there's some promising things in there that we can touch on. We'll talk about the some of the auctions that happened over the weekend. And then at the end, we'll get into a little bit of some Zed Run talk. And then, of course, we're still sitting on two hustle and show packs here, Justin. So we're going to be ripping those open at the end of the show. And we're going to be doing some giveaways as well. Uh, we, we've, we're kind of conceded to the bots at this point. So what, we, so what we are going to do is throughout the chat or throughout the show, Producer Coop is going to be monitoring the chat. And for everyone that is active in chat, you will be added into the wheel of names for the giveaways at the end of the show. So just a little extra incentive for people to be active in the chat throughout the course of the night. We just want to make sure that the the people that are actually here watching live are the ones that get rewarded from these discounts. And uh, it was fun to beat the bots while we lasted, but it just turns out that the computers are, are too good for us, Justin. Even for oh. the Herzig. Maybe if the Herzig bot was in chat, we could beat the bots. But, you know, we've just got mere humans in our chat. So that's on them, right? I think the challenge is, is that, you know, when the market's doing a little better, and we lose to a yeah. bot. Like then it's, it's funny. It's then it's funny. Fun. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when we're in the current environment and like, even if we do, we, you know, Hey, we've had success. We've beaten the bots like 60, 70% of the time. But like when we lose the bots and you're already like in this, just, uh, it, it's not, yeah. it, it, get, it just gets worse. Like we just dig in holes. Like it, it was fun to tilt people because they, you know, didn't, they might have missed out on like a, you know, five, $10 moment. Um, but when like a five ten dollar moment is worth like twenty percent of your account, like <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough times right now. We need everything that we get. It's uh you know don't don't recommend to anyone refreshing the account valuation too often because when we do it, it doesn't look great. So uh, all right, see, let's obviously there's a lot of chat because of what you just said before. But before that, we had some. No, it's because they're engaged in the show, Justin. It's because they really want to be here and they are so excited. You could just feel the love. Um. Like, like here, where, where can we get an OTM shirt? I know they're fire. I absolutely love it. It's so comfortable too. We're uh, we're, we're working on some creative solutions and methods to uh, allow the community to uh, not not allow. It's not allowed to give the community some of these. Um, so we'll go there. And then you know you mentioned the Roham Q and A. So we got a couple of people asking where that is. I put it in chat. I'll put it in the screen too. Um, El Dumba, I believe his name is Luke, um, is one of the community reps for Top Shot. 
And so on his Twitter account, he kind of took the Q&A from last night of Roham that was in Top Shot's um, Discord, and he turned that into just like a very easy Microsoft Word document Q&A. It's two different tweets, so make sure you read it all. And we will go through kind of some of the highlights, um, but definitely want to share that with all of you too, just so if you want to read while listening or just have it for later too. Yep. I was looking for the one. There it is. Uh, not that one. Sergeant Stogie. Yeah, I, you know, I tried to reach out to the NBA and say that the Sixers couldn't play tonight, but uh, unfortunately, they denied my request and said that the show must go on. But yeah, if you if, go, if you look Sixers. behind, yeah, behind me, you can kind of see like some lights shine or whatever because I got I got that game on there right there. Uh, <laughs> not much of a series though, uh, but that's okay. That's all right. We'll we'll get there. All right. Without further ado, I think we have to touch Justin on the Cool Cats Master Challenge. Which, uh, the chat is just, see? Wow, the chat should tell you guys are funny. The chat should just keep going. What moment is just... This is exactly what we're going to talk about, Jonathan, today. What moment is Justin going to cross today? Because, Justin, I think we have to, to talk to the people a little bit, and I don't want to, to take it too lightly because I'll, I'll set the stage and then kick it over to you. But two days ago on Monday... We, you know, and I guess for everyone, right behind the scenes over the course of the weekend, we were running the numbers on the Cool Cats Master Challenge. We had talked about if and when the right time was to, to put something like this out. We saw some chatter begin on Twitter of people beginning to, to wonder, beginning to kind of speculate or, or want to find out what the value of the medal is going to be. Is the Master Challenge going to be worth it? And, you know, we, we decided to put the analysis out on Monday and we did not, I'll be honest, we we did not think that it was going to have the impact that it seemingly did have in terms of significant of an impact as significant. Yeah. We figured that it would have an impact, but didn't think that it would be enough to have as severe of an impact as it it seemingly has. And yeah, I mean, Justin, I'll, I'll just kick it to you because I know that, that you've been receiving some and honestly handling very well with your responses. I think that, everything you you've said and done makes complete sense but for for the people that are concerned you know talk them through this whole thing and i mean i'm I'm gonna first echo what you're saying i mean we've put out challenge analyses a lot um and you'll see that it's not every challenge we put out the more common ones that involve general public general public i don't know but the ones that are more common they involve more people those are the ones we more often put out on twitter the ones that are mgle the ones that are the throwdowns the ones that are the hollows uh, or if we do put them out, it's more behind the OTM Discord just because it's impacting fewer people. Um, so we were always, you know, I think for every Cool Cat Challenge, we've put the analysis out. We were always going to be putting it out. Um, what we've done behind the scenes as well is because early on, we realized that there was some form of a, you know, uh, impact when we put out the challenge analysis directly after we put it out. Uh, even when we put it out in the Discord to a much smaller group, there still was like a form of a, you know, either people realize that it's early on, it was this people realize it's a plus EV play, and then they go buy it up. And that's what you said. And then, well, maybe it kind of hurts the plus EV because now more challenge completions and so forth. Um, but like, there's always been some impact. So what we've done over the past couple months is sometimes we put out the challenges analysis, sometimes we don't. But almost every time behind the scenes, I'm running the numbers and seeing what we believe those post-challenge analysis prices are. Because what we've wanted to do is run tests to see like when we put these out, does it actually impact that eventual settling point for the challenges? And uh, what we've seen is that 
the accuracy level of whether we put it out or don't put it out is almost always the same. So it doesn't mean it's perfectly accurate, but we always miss by about that. Maybe it's on average five to 10, 10 to 15, whatever that percent is, but there's no direct correlation between whether or not we actually make it public and that finally settling price. Where there is a substantial change is what happens from the point of releasing it to the end of the challenge. Uh, because in the times that we don't release it, you see a lot more of a drop or impact after the challenge completes, like directly. Um, when we do release it, it's more of a gradual change, either up or down to that future price. Uh, so that's one of the things that we want to make very clear to begin with is for people who were planning, you know, who had the master challenge um, completed or were planning to complete it or like weren't planning on selling, the analysis from a tanking of the market really doesn't matter because you were holding them towards the end of the challenge and you were still going to see these prices settle where they're going to settle. Um, it does impact, yes, the people who had maybe multiple or the ones who weren't planning to complete, but they were waiting and hoping to sell it. And like, we are sensitive to that and understand that, you know, it is a bit unfortunate. Um, we have been also, you know, men, you know, giving an, uh, our thoughts throughout the past two months that like, we don't feel this is going to be a great positive EV challenge. For me, I've stopped collecting. TJ, on the other hand, knows that it wasn't going to be positive EV, but still wanted to collect from a collector's nature. Um, this wasn't a secret. I think even John Boy Jackson, like he said, for the past, like every week he's been putting out, um, you know, for his content, obviously he does it behind a paywall, doesn't have as large of a, uh, uh, you know, a large of a community uh, because it's a paywall. Um, but he's been saying that it's going to be, you know, significantly even more, I think, negative EV than I was saying. Um, and so like, this isn't new information. Um, but all of that said, we still completely understand why there was the, you know, reaction and we're very sensitive to understand like it's not a good thing if we put out a challenge analysis and it completely shifts the market like that um ideally the market is a bit more structured and a bit more you know uh what's the word um you know not even accurate but just efficient um to the point that like a challenge analysis shouldn't have that significant impact um but it did and i think this was kind of a compound of a few different events where one it was so negative EV. Two, it's the thing that everyone's been following for so long. It's a common challenge, like a, a commons challenge. So even though you only had 3,400 potential to complete it, you had probably 10,000 plus people that actually had some moments and thought in their minds like, hey, I might complete it or something, or I've got some moments that I wanted to sell out of it. And uh, so I think that's where, and then you combine that with obviously the negative just spiral or not spiral, but negative decline that we've had for a while it all just came together. And so I'll finish it with TJ and I and our entire team have continued to th talk about this. We had some great conversations with Bill in the OTM Discord to get their feedback as well on how we can continue to improve this process because no matter what happened, we definitely don't want to be putting out things that just have such a significant shift on the market. Um, it's you know, We didn't expect it to have what it did and we don't think we want to do that anymore. So we're going to look for alternative solutions so we can still make sure that the OTM community gets these level of you know, analysis and educational aspects and to kind of continue to make us improve, improve our strategic collecting abilities. Um, but it probably won't happen on, uh, on Twitter or a more general um, platform going forward. Yep. I think that's well said. And 
I mean, for, for the extreme takes out there like that are like, you guys are trying to tank the market. Obviously, that is far from what we're trying to do. All we're trying to do is give what we're seeing and try to educate people and try to provide that information. And, you know, we we are aware of the the potential impact that it can have. Again, we did not think that it could have as extreme as it seemingly has had over the past two days, but uh, it's something that we are taking very seriously and just wanted to to make that clear to everyone because I know there are a lot of concerned folks out there. And let me touch on one more thing um, because the way that we've always done these challenge analyses is like basically before we even started like, you know, these shows and putting them out, this was my method to determine whether or not it was worth it for me to do a challenge. I was doing these with like MGLE 16, 17, 18, whatever it was. And this was me just deciding, okay, should I do this challenge? And, uh, and then I put it out during that process so people can kind of learn and you know improve their own methods. And um, by the end of the challenge, I'll then make another decision of should I complete it. That's how it's always been. And so after I put this one out, someone asked, like, um, I don't even know if someone asked or if I just said, like, you know, the way we put it out, and then I'll make a decision later on whether or not I should complete it. Um, after talking to TJ, after realizing what was actually happening with how strong it was, like, we realized how bad of an optic situation that would have been. Um, because if, you know, we put out the challenge analysis, I sold the week before, if I then buy back in, like, even though my intention might, might have been pure, it would have been a horrible optics. So then quickly, uh, you know, I think it was what yesterday or the day before put out that like, you know, no matter what, I'm not going to be buying back in. Um, and that's, you know, maybe unfortunate, maybe I'll miss out on an opportunity to buy back in at a plus EV or something that otherwise like I should be able to, but it's okay. It's not worth it it's not worth the optics. And like, I've made it very clear. I'm not going to, um, but just something. To, yeah. Yep. Agreed. All right. Now that we buried that or, or, you know, touched on that, let's at least talk about the, the current situation with it. Right. Because now that things have pulled back for people that are still sitting on the sidelines, it it's getting closer and closer to becoming plus EV. Exactly. And so uh, what are your, your thoughts there, Justin? And how do we see this playing out over the next couple of days as this challenge? I'm trying to, yeah. to look to see. When, when does it end? No, I don't even know off the top of my head. I mean, if it started, what, a week? It started Tuesday, so a week, yeah. Um, yep. So let's look at this. So, and I know these are hard to read, but these are both available on Twitter as well. The 524 was the initial analysis. 526 was earlier today. And uh, you can see, so two things. One, the cost to acquire has significantly gone down um, from 2,700 before down to, I don't know if you're able to scroll over to the right, TJ, I can pull it up in my own Excel, just so I have um, 1,800. Um, but also we've seen a, an overall market decline over those two, three days of about 12 to 15% for bit series two base set. So I had to also go through and take those post-challenge projections and update them as well. So we got to be careful. It's not just a, oh, now that it's cheaper um, to complete, maybe it's going to be okay. Because look, it went down $900 to complete it. But what's also gone down is the post-challenge value dropped about 130 and the reward, the Lamello dropped. Because the comps for the Lamello, the 2021 Rising Star and the Slash 4000 um, are both around like 620 and 650 And so that's where we're continuing to keep this comp at the completion level we're looking at. Uh, so it's still not plus EV, um, but we're getting closer. I will say as well now, just before the show, I pulled it again, and our cost to acquire now is at 1622. Um, 1622 puts us at about a minus EV of about 200. 
And um, I got to be honest, like completing this at a minus 200 EV at the current price probably isn't a bad idea because I still do believe that there's going to be some additional value for completing this, whether it's you know financial, whether it's marketplace, whether it's collector, uh, like um, collector score, like whatever it is, maybe it's just getting into Plunge Father's uh, 29 out of 29 uh, Discord channel that he's creating, which I love that idea because it adds a level of utility. If you want to go sit at the cool kids table, I said, um, you can go join their Discord if you have all 29. But not just in general. Like, Awesomeo giving out, what, what was the Awesomeo thing I saw? Awesome, that he, uh, I didn't see I, I don't know if this someone is confirmed better. or not, but something, yeah, someone said it. And, he and Alex Baker liked cereal. it, so I don't know if uh, how true that is, but... If you get a top 500 cereal, then you could get like an awesome subscription package or whatever. And I love the idea of, even though it might be joking, might be real, who knows, uh, other people in the community adding value. Because we've seen through what Moment Rings has created with play, like there's some utility value there. We're seeing even the joking manner that Plunge Father and his friends are creating, but I absolutely love it. Uh, there's utility value. You got to have 29 to enter the cool kids club. Um and uh, like Awesome O had 50 of these cool cats, so he needed to find a way to add utility to it. So maybe he's doing what he's doing. Uh, and like, hey, if we as individuals have the ability to add this utility, just imagine what level of utility Top Shot and the NBA can eventually add. We're not there yet, uh, but uh, it, it you know kind of just makes me happy from like, a, hey, there, there's uh, some cool possibilities in the future. Um, yeah. So yeah, I know like TJ, you're still planning on completing. <laughs> And, oh, yeah, I, I said go. it. I said it in the recap podcast last Friday, and that was before we even. I think it was before we even did the analysis behind the scenes. I was like, I know that this is not going to be negative EV, but you know what? I'm going down with the ship. I know Neil's going down with the ship as well. Like to <laughs> me, I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe maybe I'm stubborn or whatever. But it's just a, it's been a fun one, and like I just feel like it's going to be something that that I look back on on like yeah, I did complete the master challenge, and maybe I spent. Way too much money to do so, but uh, the 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 collector in me is I just can't can't bring myself to sell them at this point, and I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get rewarded by getting the number one Lamelo now. It's, it's the only way. <laughs> uh, I heard someone else say maybe everyone should get a, a single digit cereal for the Lamelo. So uh, all twenty five hundred or so will just get like a single digit Lamelo cereal. Let's see how that works. <laughs> um, and I mean, yeah, it's like. I ended up having three Lucas. I had two of a whole bunch of the early ones because of an account of a, from a friend that I bought out. Um, and so I knew all along like I was going to be selling. And we've been preaching for the past month or two, like when a challenge starts, people that have been holding on to it have been trying are going to immediately sell. So we know there's going to be a dip. And then you throw in the idea that Osmo oh, has 50 of them. And like, unfortunately, he can't even sell them now because people knew like, it was always a tricky situation if it was going to be a negative, mar you know, a negative market with him because every time he puts one up, people know that oh shit, there's 49 more of them coming. Like I, I better get out of it. And so uh, I can say that the people who were still holding on to multiple, like trying to, you know, they probably weren't people who have been following our content. Um, unfortunately, but like I think there's a complication there. Um, and then the last thing I was going to reference. Um, Oh yeah. What did I do with that money? Cause that's a fun one. Um, my plans were, I knew that with the declining market, there was going to be some opportunities to get some value and some more elite S one, you know, higher priced, uh, moments. And, uh, we were just in discord one day. I think this was what, maybe Saturday, Sunday night, TJ. 
yeah. something like that. Um, and yeah. one of our fellow uh, OTM members uh, gave me a little message and you know, a little little open ping in our chat and goes, hey, look what just came available. And it was the uh, LeBron Kobe tribute with the double serial number. You and your double serials. You're just gonna beat that beat that horse until it's dead. That Zed horse until it's dead. Hey, there's this. There's no glue factory here, buddy. These are. This is real. That 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 showcase is legit. We've got four of them right now. Um, and uh, I think, as you said, like the best thing was is as soon as it happened, everyone else on Twitter was just like, "Holy crap!" Like I can't believe that went for that price. Like it was only a hundred dollars. It's a good low, buy. Low at, right. Yeah. And, and then Carlini was the seller, and uh, Carlini's good friend Jamie TS um, <laughs> was like giving him shit for like I can't believe you sold that. Like, do you understand why you sold that? And I guess that same day or like a couple of shows before, he was giving Carlini shit on show for not knowing basketball and the double jersey aspect, and it's just funny. You know? I'm with Jonathan, man. Why didn't you just ape into some more Horfords <laughs> instead? <laughs> instead of getting LeBron, you could have got like a thousand Horfords and just owned every Horford on the site. Uh, what was the day? I don't know. Sometime over the past week, I just got into a gifting frenzy. And uh, oh, I think it might have been with the you had I'll you lost some sort of bet to me, and I won a Horford off of you. So I've there got you. I've got one of your Horfords. I'll maybe I'll win a couple more on the golf course this weekend. There you go. But um, yeah, I think it was also the underdog, and we were like, oh, Pennsylvania underdog opened <laughs> up, and we we're like, okay, we got Pennsylvania. TJ and producer Coop are both in PA. Like, let's do some fun stuff. Like, if you sign up with the OTM, I'll give you some moments. Um, and so I was able to gift out a bunch of those, uh, some Horford, some Harden, some Kyrie's, uh, I think the only one I haven't been given away is the Joker. Cause I, I got to keep on sacking those. That's a n- nice, subtle underdog plug there by you. So shout Ooh. out to me, shout out to Coop <laughs> underdog is now available in Pennsylvania. So any fellow Pennsylvanians out there, I was talking on the show last time that I was in Jersey the other weekend and was, was firing some best balls from Jersey. Now I could just fire from the comfort of my own home. So underdogfantasy.com, promo code OTM, everyone. Get in there. Wow. We got we got NBA pickums going on. We've got NFL best ball, of course, going on. And uh, I was t- top shot worm, one, one of the listeners. We, him and I were DM, and he's also a Pennsylvanian. So we were nice. we had actually been talking about underdog the day that it went to Pennsylvania and how we couldn't play. And then we're like, oh, now we can play. Perfect. And okay. then Jeremy, I don't know if you, Jeremy here is talking about underdog or a golf round. If it's underdog, of course, if it's a golf round, are you near Indy? Let us know. Cause uh, we might have a slot open or two for uh, this upcoming weekend. <laughs> As the boys hit the Indy 500 this weekend, I'm excited. Yes. OTM is going to be attending the Indy 500 on Sunday. And we're going to be playing a little, a little golf prior to that. So, uh, Shout out there. And, you know, another spoiler that producer Coop might be in charge of the Twitter account next week, Justin. (laughs) We're going to be a little bit out of commission, but we can't exactly explain why quite yet. Well, uh, we'll give a little more information on that on Monday night. Um, Yeah. Also, speaking of Monday night, Justin, do we want to? No, we can't. Because, no, we can't. We can't. can't. Uh, He's got the. We're not confirmed. He's got the second child situation, so he needs uh, to make sure that the the wife can take care. Um, yeah, can't can't do it yet. Um, did you guys know that in the Indy Five Hundred there is a golf course inside the track, like a, one of the top one hundred go- public golf courses in the U.S. Four of the holes are inside the track. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up a picture of this, TJ, while you talk about something else. Because when I found we're gonna play this Monday, but when I found out that I was just flabbergasted, like it, it's so cool. I was going to say, are you asking me if I knew that? Like the answer, 
13 hours ago would have been no. The answer now is yes, because we're, we're booking around there. But yes, this is for real. People that are asking if we're serious, yes, we are going to be at the Indianapolis 500 on Sunday. So if anyone is actually in that area and would like to meet up, send us a DM and uh, we will be there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm going to find a, the, the picture of it. But yeah, so it's called the Brickyard Crossing Golf Course. And looks sweet. See what, yeah. Um, uh, here we go. Open link and new tab. No, we've, I'm, we've I'm got a, a couple of Indy 500 fans here. Vikes fan, greatest show on earth. So I've been to the Kentucky Derby and now the Indy 500. I feel like those are two of the the kind of most highly regarded sporting events that are obviously not the traditional ones, but there, there it is. Wow, that's a beauty. That's crazy. So like you've got the track and obviously it's uh, you know not an asphalt. You got the Formula One, so it's not the kind of just perfect circle and stuff. Um, I don't actually know that. Um, <laughs> thing. Um, but uh, yeah, you've got four holes in the middle there, and then you've got the other fourteen up above, and it's apparently a very nice course that I'm going to lose a ton of golf balls. So uh, there you go. There it is. Uh, yeah, so we got to make the Masters now. Have, you've been to the Masters, right, Justin? Yeah, I've been. I've been. Uh, and then Justin's done it all, here. guys. The guy is he's, he's really done it all. Uh yeah, I, I had a fun. I had a nice connection. Um, funny, funny story there. Uh, friend in college, his parents had um, his parents had four tickets to the Masters each year passes, and uh, ended up getting a divorce. The wife uh, didn't care about the Masters at all, but the lawyer understood the value. So the lawyer negotiated with the husband and said, "Hey, instead of my instead of your wife getting half the passes every year." You just give me the lawyer two passes every other year, and then everybody wins. And uh, so that lawyer now gets to go to the Masters every other year with a friend, and uh, the other person has the four and two every year, whatever. So. Smart lawyer. Yeah. All right. We should probably talk about Top Shot again. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for No, Fred, we're not all over. We are all over the place. We are all over the place is where we are right now. <laughs> we're not really following the show plan. 30 minutes okay. in, Let's get but back hey, into you know what? It's good. It's, the chat seems to enjoy it. And remember, you guys are, you know, Fred, good job talking to the chat. Because if you <laughs> speak in the chat tonight, you will be eligible for the giveaways at the end of the show. Hustle and show packs. All right, Justin. We had Roham, had, had, did an impromptu Q&A in Discord the other day. And uh, we've got the notes here from Dumbo on Twitter might be a little bit difficult to read, but you know, I think a lot of the key topics were touched on during this. I, I did a in-depth review reading through all of it. And I think we're hearing all the right things from Roham. I think the natural negative quote unquote negative reaction would be like, okay, great. It's awesome that you're saying these things, but where's the action? When are we going to see the action? And I think to, to summarize, I, a lot of the quick things. I mean, I think he's one thing I noticed from Roham is that he's acknowledging that there, a lot of their focus has been on the new user experience and that and they're, they're realizing and aware of the negative sentiment that is going around with the Twitter community, with the existing customer community. And they're aware of their need to, to shift the focus back to that, or at least to consider that focus as well. In addition to 
the new customer experience. Uh, they also talked about how they've recently hired two people. They've hired a head of communications and some other role that are going to be strictly focused on providing more transparency, more awareness. I know that they talked a lot about kind of having a content schedule, right? So being aware of, I assume that means being aware of upcoming pack drops and having more of a, of a planned out roadmap in terms of what we can expect. I assume at this point, this would be heading into to series three, but anything that you wanted to specifically touch on from this and kind of what, what were your overall thoughts? Yeah. And so a um, couple things I'm trying to multitask because I'm trying to pull up a tweet that Roham also put out. Um, You're not pulling up another golf course. You're pulling up yeah, an actual there, NBA top. Show. Okay. Yeah, the other course we're playing, is pretty nice too. Um, all right. So I'll try to find that, or maybe Coop, you can find that tweet as well, where he talked about burning. Um, it's one of his replies. Um, so check on that. Okay. So from the Q and a here, I agree with you. Um, so I wasn't there live, but I think I was up like midnight, midnight 30, which was after like right when this is ending and just kind of read through. And it was after probably like a couple hours of chatting with our discord, just like getting that general sentiment. And, uh, you get obviously all the different perspectives and such. And I think the kind of uh, strongest perspective that I'm hearing from people who I would say are, you know, still strong collectors and have been through this is we all believe that Dapper Labs and Top Shot are going to be successful. Uh, I don't think there's really any question there. I think when you consider the, you know, um, licenses that they have, the partnerships, the um, venture capital funding, who those venture capital are, um, their hires have been impressive. Um, you know, what they've been able to, like, there's no question Dapper Labs, Top Shot's going to be very successful. Uh, the question has been like, okay, well, what's that going to do for users like us? Because some people are saying, you know, that there's, a, there's some perspective around like, okay, is this just the 90s of the card market? And like, are they just going to start up with Series 3 and just be like, okay, Series 2, we know we kind of lost it and stuff, but like, what happens? And, uh, you know, are they really caring about the current collectors or is it only focused on the future ones? And I think through reading this, I definitely got a bit more of an understanding of where their mindset is. And um, first off, uh, and you know, it's hard because we, you know, it's like, so TJ and I both worked at a credit card company and uh, I worked in the fraud department. TJ is giving eyes like, where is Justin going with this? But that's okay. Um, I worked in the fraud department. And the thing is, you never think about fraud if everything's going right. And so you never even think about your credit card when everything's going right, because you just go there, you expect that I use it, I flip it in and like, we're good to go. And like, that's it. And uh, that's how a credit card should work. And a lot of the things that we've had with Dapper Labs over the past kind of couple months have been fixing the things that should always be working as they do. Because, you know, other than what today, like we haven't had a long, oh, like you know, prolonged maintenance. We haven't been hearing about withdrawal issues from the community or anything like that around they've ramped up their community their customer service team to i think like 50 plus people and stuff so like yes like that's not solving our challenges right now what we really care about obviously with regards to like oversaturation and like prices and stuff but like those were what they decided were their priorities and as a company that's what they went after and uh now that they have those areas mostly handled the now topic is like okay what do we go after and maybe mistake maybe not but like it's pretty apparent like that their next player their next play was okay let's bring new users in and uh some people might argue that okay new users actually would have been a solution to some of the problems right now around maybe oversaturation and prices and stuff like that um but if you go back sorry i know tj you're going back but if you go back to that screen there's one in the bottom right around marketing 
And someone asked, are there any plans for major playoff marketing? And what he said was, there are tons more tests planned, but to be 100% transparent between you and me, I guess everyone, uh, we want to pause a second and see if we can release some more data info and rejigger the vibe on Twitter before we ramp up the posts. And uh, so this tells me that, you know, their priority, they were focusing like, hey, we understand new users and whether that reasoning was is because they just wanted to grow, 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 whether it was because they felt that that was what was best for the ecosystem in general and countering their oversaturation of markets, I don't know. But like, they realize that they're not going to be able to do successful marketing if the current customers are in such a negative sentiment and negative you know, environment. Um, because if you looked at some of those advertisements on Instagram and Facebook and such, and you look at the comments around them, they're not positive. And so if your community is not supporting you, you're not going to be able to bring new people in because when they come in, you're wasting that acquisition cost because they're leaving very quickly. Um, and so that does tell me that they are going to find ways to make the current collectors happy. And why do I believe that? Because if they don't, they're not going to get new collectors. And so either they're going to find a way to wash us all completely out and just say like, hey, S2 was a complete dud and we all get screwed. Or they're going to find a way to say, hey, let's, fi let's figure out how we can make our current customers happy. And uh, I can't tell you how it's going to be. I've come up with some ideas, some solutions, some really features and stuff. And we had some conversations in Discord around burning and stuff. Uh, I don't know what the solution is and I don't know what they're going to do. But I do have confidence that they are going to start prioritizing current collectors. Just even if purely out of necessity, even if you don't trust or have faith in Dapper Labs, think about what they're going to do in their own personal interest. And that is making sure that the current collectors are happy because that's how they're going to get long-term substantial or even short-term growth through marketing and new users. Yep. And I don't know exactly which one it was, but there was some other comment around, yeah, it's great to have new users, but if new users are coming into a, a community of existing users that are disgruntled, that's no good either. So they need to have the existing community in more of positive vibes. So definitely makes sense on that sense on that front. And then on the second page here, we talked about the communication. So yeah, just, just for people that, that maybe are watching this back or listening on the podcast, some of the questions that are being asked, I feel that consistent communication is lacking. What are the plans to change this? You know, you guys have mentioned how important communication is for the community as though there's a plan in place. I agree and think there should be one, like, what can you say about this? And really the answers are around like, yes, they agree. They've been a very lean team they early on they were very active in the discord obviously as the community has grown but the team on dapper has not grown at the same way they they've, haven't had a, as much kind of time dedicated to that but they just hired a head of communications and a director of communications last week so i expect that we will see much more of a push towards that communication that transparency you know whether it comes with talking about upcoming plans for pack drops, sets that they're creating, whether it's just about being open and transparent about any of the issues that are going on, all of that good stuff. I think that I think that when they have spoken up about it, they've they've done a good job of communicating. And now that they have people that whose sole job is to focus on those roles, I think we will see more frequent communication coming from the team. I like that. And then so that Roham tweet that I was talking about that I'm making Coop jump through hoops to probably put back on the screen. Um, that was I, think just I, fun I think I've got it. This Maybe one, right? got it. Okay. Is it the um, yeah, yeah. So fun thing here around some features because we were having conversations around a lot of these things and 
So I'll read it for the people who also, you know, are listening to the podcast. But um, Rohan was responding to someone on Twitter, just uh, like, hey, someone's got ideas. So Rohan goes, awesome. Let's chat. I'll DM. We are very aware of the different cohorts in Topshop and that we need to be more transparent with what's in the works. Example given, release limits, roadmaps, tickets, burns, in real life utility, lots in the works. Looking forward to your feedback too. This tells me that, you know, yes, again, it's like, well, we don't see it now, but these are things that take time. And it tells me that the right things are important because before we weren't sure whether or not they'd ever put out a roadmap for, you know, hey, let's know in S3, how many legendaries are there going to be? How many um, rares are they going to be? Giving people that understanding gives people confidence that you're not going to have just a complete oversaturation or cash grab of your consumer base. That's important. The tickets, the burns aspect, I don't think they're going to burn, but they're talking about ideas around maybe locking up instead. Um, and I think a locking up is an interesting aspect as long as there's a way to... Uh, so first off, what is locking up? Locking up would be, I give up the ability to do something with my moment, but it forever stays in my collection. Maybe I'm able to still get some form of utility in that, such as if I complete a set, it would still count in my set, um, but I'm not able to ever sell it. It just fully forever locks it up in my account. Um, and that's a, you know, a, that's a good way to, without removing the moment from the marketplace, which is maybe some leg legality or problems with the MBA licensing agreement with that, uh, it allows you to still kind of manage and add a little scarcity to the marketplace because if X percent are locked up, they can't be sold. Uh, so I think that's a great feature as well. And maybe it says, hey, if you complete a challenge, we lock them up and, uh, you get that reward, but you can't ever sell them. You have got those in your account forever. That adds a new strategy element and a bit of a scarcity. And uh, we know the utility, the in real life utility is something they're always going to be, they've always been talking about. And uh, I think it's just like a, whether or not it happens soon, it's still that shining star. It's still going to be something that they're uh, continuing to uh, focus on. Go Sixers. 108 or 107 to 83. It's pretty good. Just wanted, to pause. just wanted to pause and say that. Also wanted to pause and say, hit the like button if you've enjoyed the stream. I mean, Justin dropping some fire takes so far tonight. So hit the like button. If you want to be involved in the giveaway later on, say what's up to us in the chat. We're putting Producer Coop to work behind the scenes, making sure that we track all of those so we can spin the wheel later in the show. Yeah. Let me, uh, uh, let, yeah. let me touch on Eric's question. So yep. Eric, Eric, when we, so Eric is saying, ew, what would the point in that be? And I think he's talking about locking up. You'd have to locking really up, give yeah. me some added incentive in order for me to do, get one, do that. And uh, completely understand. And so let's take it from two different perspectives. One is you're the person who actually does do this. Now, why would you do it? Well, like you said, you'd have to have an added incentive. Not as many people are going to do it, maybe. So now the challenges are going to have fewer completions. And that means those challenge rewards might be more rare. And so now maybe, you know, there's more incentive for people that are willing to kind of lock those up and, Maybe I don't care about the lower moments, but I want to get a more rare uh, LeBron or whatever the challenge reward is. So that's the value to the person who is doing that. But we then have to think about the other side of things is, okay, if you choose not to do that, but others do it, that also benefits you. And that's what's great about this. Because if others are now locking their moments up, those will never hit the marketplace. So let's use a crazy example of something that has a thousand moments. Um, and let's say, or, you know, it's a thousand circulation for a rare pack and 200 people complete the challenge. There are now 20% fewer moments than will ever touch the marketplace. And that is better for you if you have one of the other moments, because now it is more scarce. There will be fewer in the marketplace if you're trying to sell. And that's where everyone wins. 
And uh, yes, you're not forced to do it. And yes, there needs to be an added incentive. And it's usually just going to be a more scarce thing, but it gives you that option and it creates a better environment for everyone. Makes sense. I think another thing that we didn't explicitly touch on, but definitely existed in the Q&A with Roham is some sort of incentive in the future for completing sets and I think completing challenges as well. So I know that was a, a specific question. Can we expect any incentives for holding sets? And Roham's answer was, yes, full challenges and full sets are critical signifiers that someone is a real collector and will be used going forward, initially, experimentally, and eventually permanently. So I feel like that's a question that we see a lot on Twitter to, you know, how are you going to incentivize completing a full set? How are you going to incentivize completing a challenge? So we don't know exactly what is in play there, but they seem pretty dedicated to finding out ways to incentivize things like that. And if and when they do do that, I feel like things like, I don't know, the gift become interesting if there's some reason to, to complete the set. I mean, hey, I guess I'll have my complete set already with the Cool Cats because I'm going for the Master Challenge. But just wanted to also call that out because we hadn't explicitly touched on that one. Yep, no, I agree. And then actually, one last one, the hard court. So there was a question about anything on hard court, even a small note about it. And I, I actually, I like the answer because basically the answer is that like, yes, hard court is coming, but we have a lot to improve in the current collector experience before we are heavily investing in that. So exactly what he said, hard court, I'll say what I said before, which is we still think we have a lot to do with the current collector experience and want to come at that new level of scale. So we are taking our time and testing, but not in a rush to release it, which I, th I think is the right thing, right? I think that if you have a disgruntled community, you know, just trying to add more stuff and new stuff is not the solution. So again, all, all, all good answers, all things that are positive and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see. And we're going to be here, here for it the whole way and giving our honest takes on the good, the bad, where we think things can be improved and, We'll continue to take feedback from the community as well. Yeah, and uh, I'm all about airdrops for complete sets. And yeah, it was cool. It was, it was pretty cool to find out that the hustle and show uh, was just going to be those two, um, you know, th those two versions that we saw. So that's a, as you said, a very inexpensive uh, with some cool moments, um, including the challenge rewards. Yeah. All right. So the other thing that we had going on this weekend were some auctions that took place. So as a part of, of Golden Auctions, they were auctioning off some top shot moments. We saw that on Saturday, a LeBron hollow went for relatively cheap in comparison to its market value on the, on the site right now. And then we, you know, this is not the full list of items that were auctioned, but as you can see, a number of a couple of LeBron moments, a number of number one serials, some full complete sets. So we wanted to, to at least touch on this a little bit. And Justin, curious your thoughts on A, the specific auctions that went down this weekend, and then B, you know, how do you view the future of these different types of auctions with relation to Top Shot? Do you think it's something that we'll continue to see more of? Do you think it's something that's good for the the community? And you know, I, I have mixed I have some thoughts on it too, but wanted to to kick it over to you to start. Yeah, we'll give a little backstory here. Um, so Saturday night, uh, another 11.30, 12 o'clock, I think it was Jack Settleman um, who put the first thing out um, on Twitter around what just happened. Um, because apparently, and maybe it was a little early for that, because it was 10, 10.30 when the auction actually ended. So it was probably around like 11 or so. Um, but found out that a LeBron James 
Series 1 hollow out of 32, and it was number six, his other jersey number, sold for about $30,000. And that was just probably the steal of the century. Uh, I personally talked to seven, seven or eight people that would have spent 100000 on that moment. The thing is, no one knew about it. And uh, only Jack knew about it because his friend kind of texted him or whatever. And it was like, that was random. Uh, people whose like jobs are in this industry, people, you know, it, it was just crazy, the lack of any awareness around it. Um, and so we actually reached out to Golden Auctions. Not even reached out, I guess we just put a tweet. I was like, Golden Auctions, like, we got to talk. Like, we could have gotten you know, at least 3x this. We know without a doubt, like, even just creating anywhere awareness that would have gone for 100. And I think if you put in the marketplace, that probably would go for the, you know, it, it would probably go between 200 to 250, um, given the second, you know, it, it's just one of the most rare moments. It might be the most rare moment on the site. It's LeBron, it's the series one, it's the hollow, it's the number six, like absolutely insane. Um, yeah, MBL, I think Med sent like he would have spent 200. He's one of the ones that I talked to about it as well. Um, it, it was insane. So Golden Auctions the next day reaches out and they're like, hey, we realize like we uh, don't have the greatest uh, NFT cap shot strategy, but we want to and we're planning on it. But can we partner on this? Can we figure something out? So we partnered with them to figure out how we can actually give some awareness because they had a ton of auctions that were ending that next day. Uh, so we kind of just we, we have foreign partnership with them. Uh, or likely something we're going to do going forward to, you know, just help them kind of reach this larger community. Um, and from there, it's just a, hey, like, it was it was good to see that these prices, some might be considered still like some good deals and stuff. Um, but overall, we're like about the prices that they should have been. Um, and so I think the most interesting one, so you had two Zion number one jersey matches, his MGLE and his Top Shot debut that went for virtually the same price. Um, 67,000 after the buyer's premium, you had a bunch of others in here as well. And, uh, it, it's interesting because the goal for these auctions was to reach out to a, to reach a crowd that is outside of the kind of, uh, you know, top shot community. Um, and I think that just didn't quite happen. Um, and maybe that's where golden auctions and some of these other auction houses are going to improve the way that they communicate these. Uh, but I think just in the place we are right now, um, in the place we are right now, there's just limited, uh, I'm getting distracted by reading our chat and stuff. Sorry. Um, but I think just in the place we are right now, uh, you saw, you saw Joke, you saw Jokic in the chat and you're, you're, you just couldn't <laughs> help it. So the Jokic, I will speak to that. So Jokic cosmic going for 4,250. Oh. That, that was confirmed a misclick by the seller. So yeah. they meant to, to put it for sale for 42,500 and forgot a zero. Yeah. Hate to see that. Yeah, you yeah. Just hate and then to see that. I was also looking at like the 200k with a little upside. No, there's a lot more upside. The 250k sale top right now is just a temporary. And if you believe in Top Shot, um, if you believe in Top Shot, then that hollow is going to be worth significantly more. Uh, and you could sell it off market or wait until they eventually raise the cap. Uh, but yeah, so long story short, uh, we'll probably continue to partner with Golden Auctions around these type of auctions. Uh, we do feel that they, uh, for more uh, unique numbers or elite ones or ones where you think there's going to be some actual kind of competition for, I understand the allure of doing it offsite. Um, for a lot of others, I think right now, 90 plus percent of the market of people who would buy one of these are already on top shot. So uh, I don't think you currently need, um, I, I think it's like, hey, as they build out their NFT and top shot strategy and are able to appeal to a larger market, uh, people like Golden Auctions are going to be a great addition to the ecosystem. 
yeah, just another 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 method to get Top Shot out there. Another method to purchase if you're a buyer or to just get exposure to to different crowds. So thought that that was you know again something interesting that happened over the course of the weekend. And I agree with the chat. I, I feel bad for that Jokic seller. Whew. Well, what would you have? So the Jokic seller, um, yeah, because every the buyer was, yeah, the buyer was Andrew Morrow. Uh, who is well known in the community. Um, he was the one who kind of got a steal. Um, I guess like he was just right place, right time. Uh, the buyer did respond in a tweet and said like, hey, it's rightfully yours, but like if you want to work something out, like I kind of like it back. Um, putting you on the spot, but, like what would you do? But, yeah, I mean, it's it's tough. You virtually just made $50,000, maybe yeah. forty. Uh, so in my position right now, like with our place in the community, I think that I would, I would, I would definitely work something out with them. Now, if, if it's just a nobody, like, I don't know, maybe it's you tough. don't owe anything. But I, I agree with someone, someone in our discord goes, give it to them back, but give them a stupidity fee, charge them yeah. like a few thousand dollars or something. Yeah. I was going to say like, like five, $5,000 or something. I and think like, you know, I like that. basically, I like basically that. sell it back for like 10 grand. You make five, six off of it. And then, they need a stupid fee. <laughs> I, I, I definitely, I think I, I would definitely work something out with the person. I, I would, okay. there's no way I'd be able to ghost them and just be like, nope, sorry, you messed up. Right. But, no, uh, I, it's an interesting spot. Do, do we know if anything came of that Twitter exchange? Or I'm sure they <laughs> hopefully took that conversation offline if there was one. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> 10K. Yeah. I mean, that's basically valued at 50K, Bill. 10K plus an. 10k cash plus like i don't know 40,000k value in an otm t-shirt i think these days right and yeah i mean someone talked about top shot implementing these types of auctions in house it's possible they do it eventually uh it's not a priority right now but i could see it happen in the future uh in roham's message as well he did talk about that a bid feature is like in development um yeah so where that's in development whether it's just strategically but like that's another uh note as well uh and he, honest, he also talked about something that's relevant for the Jokic and also relevant for our inability to beat the bots that they're working on something where when a moment is instantly purchased upon being listed that there's some sort of cue for that moment i, I don't I don't think he said much more than that, but I yeah. think that's another. Like, imagine that Jokic thing, right? If it enters a queue and it's an hour-long thing, like everyone on the site. Imagine if we tweeted out that there's a Jokic oh for forty-two hundred right now. Go, <laughs> go join the queue to get it, and then there would just be thousands of people lined up to get this Jokic. That would actually be a sicker sweat than a pack drop. That's better than beating the bots. <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> that would actually be that would become one of the most fun things about Top Shot, honestly. Oh, we'd go live stream immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it's funny, like, because when we had the So Rare guys on, um, one of them literally built a bot for So Rare that would buy that moment when it's completely underpriced like that and then gift it back to the person, which was just such a cool feature, but it only works when it's a small community. And no one else is building a bot to, uh, you know, combat that. Yeah. All right. So I think that was it for all of the, the top shot topics. I know we wanted to touch on. Let's do that quickly. Some horses we're running, a bit we're running here. Late. Yeah, we're yeah. running late, but give the quick horsey summary because we don't even have that much information on it yet. It's more just we know that a pack drop is coming, right, or a horse drop is coming. We don't know exactly when yet. So there's a couple different. There's a couple things. Um, one, the big one is an update to breeding. 
And so they have cut down the amount of breeding that is allowed. So new breeding limits, the mare's breeding allowance goes from two times a month to one. Um, and then the stud, so if you know, you're a female, you can only, I guess, uh, have one horse child um, a month. And then if you're a stud, I guess, seven times per month to three times per, seven times per month to three times per month, right? Uh, and then someone did the math to be like, okay, what does this actually change? And I think it was something like, trying to remember these numbers, but it was like before we likely would have had 2.4 million new horses a year. Now we're down to around 500,000. And I think that's great because one of my concerns with uh, Zed was that we were going to see similar to what we saw with Top Shot, where like, yes, there's value right now. And everyone's plan is to just, you know, buy the females and breed and then sell those because they're selling for so much. Uh, and then eventually you don't have enough people that want to buy those cheap horses and eventually people are actually losing money in the breeding because you got to pay to breed. Like that was my concern. I think this is a great step in the right direction for increasing the scarcity, um, making the horses that you already have more valuable, making it so it's not going to be as diluted. I still think we're going to, you know, we'll see another drop. That'll be exciting. I'm definitely going to try to pick up some more electric violet horses. Um, we've got some very interesting, very cool uh, breeding plans. This, this, this kind of hurts a little. Because now we can't breed as many, but uh, we're finding so our goal is to breed some OTM horses and then find some uh, creative ways to be able to distribute them to the community. Well, we got producer Coop with just an absolute stud that is just dominating out there. So we definitely need to be be breeding with producer Coop's horses. Speaking of producer Coop, we've got we've got ninety three people watching and we've only got forty eight names eligible for the giveaway. So if you have not spoken up in the chat yet. Now is the time. Uh, I don't know what you'd, you'd say something to us. Tell us your favorite horse or something. I don't know. How many horses do we both have? I only have one because I, I, I tried to get more in that last drop and failed. Yeah, I've got four. I got four. And we, TJ and I only have electric violet horses because the color is yeah. just like. Uh, it, it, I, guess, it, it, I guess that's why I only got one. I refused to get any horse that was not electric violet. So I didn't even try to get any anything that was. Not, I mean, it's just it's the best looking horse. It's not even. It's that's that's just in a, it's not even a, my opinion. Coops. It's objectively the best color. Coops Although Coops is, like, is cool. Is, he, he's got the black. We got yeah. the electric violet. So it works out well. Plus, wow. like, you, I mean, you know what electric violet abbreviated is. It's EV, and we are we are oh, all about plus EV. Wow. So like these horses are plus EV. There it is, there it is. Oh my goodness! Speaking of horses, we for anyone that missed it, we we spoke with the legend himself, Chris Moneymaker, <laughs> on Monday on his Twitch channel. Did someone go exclamation point shortcut. Oh, there it is! Wow, <laughs> I didn't even see that when I was I was already going to segue into into Chris Moneymaker. So we were on with Chris Moneymaker. We streamed live from his Twitch channel on Monday. We're working on getting that video so that we can post it to our channels for anyone that missed it. I, I'll be honest. I don't know if it's going to play back the best because it was a very, it was a different show than we yeah, typically it do. Fun. It was fun. It was, we were running the marbles race. It was a good time, but uh, we're going to try to get that out there for the people. So that is, that's out there. And Chris is, is just the oh, legend. I mean, they, they, they're, they're, <laughs> uh, Chris was, he was awesome. And he's yeah. got some Z1s in the chamber. So we're, we're going to definitely, maybe maybe the next Zed run drop, when, whenever it happens, we can link up with him and, and head o over to his stream again and uh, just just chat it up with the, 
the main event champ himself. Yeah, I think so. It was fun talking some poker with him. Um, gosh. And then like, it's, it's one of those things like, you know, where you meet like a celebrity and you like, you ask the dumb question or whatever. And then you spend like the next week, like, why did I ask that question? And like, <laughs> I'm playing in my mind. I'm like, God, there's so much better poker questions I could have asked him. Like, you know, I re- but yeah. Next time. Next time. <laughs> there it is. Oh, <sighs> Let's all right. Shall we rip these packs? You want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Uh, you've already got yours ready. I see up in the bottom of the queue. I do. So go for it. I'll get mine. Going I do. Oh, thundering here in Philadelphia. It's I not. It o- turns out it's not always sunny here in Philadelphia. <laughs> Bada bumch. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stop. And I'm gonna redo it. Oh, he <laughs> so didn't hit the noise. I've just been sharing the whole time, so you know how that goes. <laughs> Jonathan is just crushing it tonight. Slash me. <laughs> <laughs> For those uh, who are not able to see the screen, Jonathan goes, Justin, I need you to do a Z run analysis and post it. That way I might be able to afford a horsey. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. So, so how are we going to do this? So we are going to open a pack and then what? We'll pick a moment to do a giveaway and then we'll spin the wheel. Yeah. Well, we'll, uh, well We'll probably give away a few. I'll definitely give away a couple. Um, yeah, we're, we're just make I think we'll just give away a few. That's fine. Yeah. All right. Let's open. Let's open this up. And Coop, if you want to maybe send me the lists somewhere, he's gonna he, he's gonna do the. Oh, yeah. Well, either way, let's have Coop hop on and do the wheel. I don't stop until I break a sweat. Oh, oh yeah, the music was so bad. I forgot I keep about tripping, hit him with finesse. Oh, is this gonna be one of those where everyone yells wet. at me to Every turn the Every day I wake, off? I know I'm blessed. Oh, oh, wet. Pull up like I barely hit the net. I think we need DJ to drop the time. It makes me want to bust out a rap, you know? Those were the days. Those are no, no, that that implies past. Those are the days. Those Those are the days. days. They'll be back. We'll see how many drinks he has at the Indy 500, and then we'll see if he gets Oh, God. All right. I do think it's best to shut off the music, though. What do you think? That is quite loud. That's fine. That's fine. When we pull mine, I'm definitely playing it again, though. I'm going to play it again. We don't know which one's the... Nah, because they're all common. Oh, because they're all common. All right. Here we go. Door number one. Let's start with door number one. All right. We got a sixer. Ooh. Matias Tabel. Oh, what the... Go sixers. Is that counting as a block? A dunk? What are we counting that play as? That's 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 a that's a pick six if I've ever seen one. Didn't even touch the ground. <laughs> I like All it. right, go Sixers. All right, they're counted as a block. I like it. Okay. Two six five six five. Damian Lillard, Lillard. in a close game, game time from oh, deep. Just a pull up three from deep. I love that. That looks like me on the court. The one that was cleaning the floor from when yeah, someone fell. Exactly. That's okay. exactly what I was sure referring to. Page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We know that some of the other content creators um, have been coming up with like some basketball ideas. I think you got Greg Murray who like played D3 or D2 basketball. You've got like Peter Jennings who like literally shoots like 60% from three. We are not going to play in those competitions. We'll we stick with the golf course. Yeah. If anyone wants to challenge us in, in golf, we'll. We'll do that, but or hockey, ye- not me, but yeah, you guys. That's true. Yeah. We 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 would have a great hockey squad as well. 
but uh, I think Let's we, I think we're gonna stay away from the basketball court. <laughs> Bachman's our wow, only this one. is a high cereal. All right, oh, yeah, there you go. But yeah, we're at thirty nine thousand two hundred nine. That, that might be the that might that might be the highest cereal I own. It's possible. I mean, this is one of the for a while that wasn't even possible. Right, there haven't been many packs that you've gotten that high. It's a new moment. See, okay, here's a low one, five thousand eight five, and that's because it's our hustle and hustle and show, hustle and show. Juan Toscano Anderson. There you go. Okay, not too bad. I haven't been looking at the challenge. Little windmill. All right, yeah, how it's been going, but little windmill. All right, and the last one. Thirty six nine nine four. Dennis Schroeder. 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 Yeah. Nice Ooh, little wow. assist there to Harold. It's funny. Like, so I don't know if people have been watching. I'm sure they have the Lakers Sun series, but uh, it basically is when LeBron's on the court, like they've been trying to lean on Schroeder. And uh, I don't know. It seems like even they had, had to pull him out for Caruso that one game. But if he's not, uh, you know, if you don't have an AD and LeBron fully healthy, we're going to see a lot more Schroeder in these uh, this series, at least. Yeah. And the, the hustle and show I pulled is in the current challenge. I think they all are, though. Mm. Oh, that's right, because they, the they're only right. doing two, right? They're not doing right. another Hustle and Show drop. Yeah, yeah. So. But overall, all um, right. you got your Sixer. You got some Dom. You know, not too bad. And uh, you know, I think, in I general, put, uh, all of these are going to be plus EV because of uh, just the Hustle and Show and the challenge. I think the min is still higher than the $14. Yeah. All right. So we'll... Uh, We'll decide which of these to put up for for sale. For gifting, whatever we're calling yeah, it. Yeah. We're gonna have to wait the seven days. Right, right. We'll we'll auction out with the wheel. Auction them okay. Off. Let me pull up on my screen now. All right. Let's see what packs we've got. Mm -mm. If we go to my profile, you can <laughs> see right there, new number 236 double jersey. Caleb gave the exclamation point wet. The there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. and, uh, uh, that, marbles, that was the first time I did the marbles thing with Chris. That it was, was fun. That was, was wild. Fun. A little tip for people. Uh, so I put this at 75000 not because I expect it's going to get sold and not because I specifically like want to sell it, though it probably takes seventy five k. but I'll do it just because we gift so many moments and I don't accidentally want to gift um, you know, something just so we go through it quickly. So that's why people a lot of asking, like, why do you have so many moments like for sale at just stupid prices? And well, I just don't want to gift those and that makes mm -hmm. it easier for me. You to basically sure put your untouchables for sale so that they're just... Well, right. And if somebody wants to give you 75 k Great. Right. Like, like, I know it's worth like 69K, but like, if somebody wants to give me 70, it's okay. Great. Okay. Um, I don't know what I'm doing. Packs, packs, packs. All right. Here we go. I don't stop until I break a sweat. Ooh, wet. I keep dripping, hit them with finesse. Oh, oh, wet. Every day I wake, I know I'm blessed. Oh, oh, wet. Pull up like I barely hit the net. Oh, wet. I don't stop until I break a sweat. Sweat. Oh, I keep tripping, hit them with finesse. Sweat. Oh, wet. Every day I wake, I know I'm blessed. Oh, wet. Pull up like I barely hit the net. Wet. Sweat. Sweat. Oh.
got Coop, can you make sure that that's just available just every time TJ is putting <laughs> all 18 holes? Just, ah. <laughs> all right, let's go on through. We're starting off with number one. We've got 3776. Does that mean that's a, ooh, Kyle Lowry? That's a top 10% cereal. Pretty solid there. All right. I expected that was going to be our hustle and show, given uh, how low it was. Yeah. All right, moving on. Yeah, we've got it a little higher now. We've got a 38,000. Marvin Bagley, the third. Going against the Heat with the Miami Vice. Great uniforms. Nice little assist. Oh, that was the dunk, but the assist, yeah. All right, next one. We've got a common 11, 7, 7, 3, Ben Simmons. Ooh, behind the back. There we go, That's Ben. I thought it was him making the three for a second. That would be an exp- if, if there was a Ben three, Ben Simmons three pointer. <laughs> that'd be that'd be worth like fifty k minimum. Oh, It'd be such a rare has, moment. How many has I think he's still in single digits on the year, right? Like I don't know. Yeah, it's it doesn't happen often. No, <laughs> it doesn't, he doesn't even try it. Right, right, right. All right, we got two more. Let's see if I can save the hustle show for the last one i can all right rj barrett all right rj i saw a pretty cool thing that someone was stacking with rj barrett um they had his moment 35 350 3500 and 35,000. um and this was a slash 35,000. so that was a cool kind of a collector wanted to just maybe started with one or two or something um and now he just has a showcase and uh i think he calls it degrees of magnitude like it okay Last one. Here we, Here we go. go. What do I want? What do we want? Chat, tell me what uh and show. What is the what's the best hustle and show moment that I want to be going for here? Alright, let's see. What is chat telling us? Chat is saying that we should be looking for Trey. Right. Dame Dame Trey Cat. Okay. Okay. Not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah, a lot of people are with the cat. There's a Dame Lillard. Right, pretty solid. Here we go. Number one, two, one, four, two. Trey, there, you there it is. There you go. Ask and you shall receive. That's not too bad. I like it. Okay. Trey, Trey. A lot of the chat, one of Trey. Very cool. Okay. Uh, I am going to gift. Um, let's see. I'm going to gift away that Kyle Lowry. Number 3776. That's a solid 10%er. I think whoever gets that's going to be pretty excited about it. So that's pretty cool. Um, we got the Knicks on TV right now. I'll gift away the RJ Barrett. Um, let's stick with those two for now. And, uh, that's what I'll be gifting. Out. So my top serial, the three, seven, seven, six, and then that RJ Barrett. Cause I'm watching him on the screen right now. And I'll give away my Matisse Thibel in honor of my Sixers. And then we'll, we'll do a Dennis Schroeder. Cause Perfect. the Lakers are, are going on a run here. So we'll give gift away these four here so we can, uh, We'll do it in that order, and we'll just run through the the wheel here quickly. Producer Coop, and then we'll get out of here. Yes, yeah, so Nick's up six right now in the fourth. It's uh, it's going to be close. Nick's need this one. I uh, can't go down 2-0 after the two home games, like uh, someone else in the other side of the country already did. <laughs> LA. Right, Producer Coop, we, what's the word? There we go. How are we looking? We're looking like it's loading. Oh, whoa! Producer, oh, you've outdone yourself. A purple wheel. Oh, this is this is is that electric violet? That's my electric goodness. Violet. That is with, beautiful. 
with some OTM spinning. Gosh, I can't wait to see that OTM spin. Going to give me the dizzies. Oh, this is amazing. I love it. I love it. All right, what's the first one, Justin? Okay, we'll go with your packs first. So first okay. we'll go with the Matisse Thibault. Yep, we'll go Thibault. Perfect. Good luck in the chat. Oh, oh look at that OTM. It's just, it's just, it's just, oh, that's amazing. We might have to do more giveaways now. This is great. This is, dare I say, epic. Epic? <laughs> I mean, this is it's epic. Epic. It. Congratulations to you. Send okay. us a DM on Twitter. Yes, but we can't verify that it's you on twitter to be exact uh so epic if you're in chat right now which we know you kind of are put your name your top mm. shot username and group is gonna write that down and then if you aren't and you watch this afterwards or whatever maybe you left dm us and we'll hope for the best uh i think we're getting to a point where these moments aren't so valuable that people are just giving up their entire um you know uh ethics and lying about it <laughs> right yeah exactly All right, Epic. If you can uh, now, this yeah. one will be yeah. So we'll keep an eye out Schroeder. for Epic. This one will be for the Schroeder. Uh, for the spinning. Dennis Schroeder. Serial thirty-six thousand nine nine four. Oh, is that Brian Vivero? Brian V. God, if he is not lucky enough after getting the number seventy-seven, Luca, now he gets the Schroeder. Oh, this is wow! If the, if it's the same person, Brian V, running hot, running good. What a life! That, that's what happens. You do one coaching session with the OTM, and you just start winning all these th wheels. Like people are going to start yelling conspiracy. First, you conspire with Top Shot to get number seventy-seven. Yeah, we know you're Bundoy. I got you, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> number we're, we're seventy-seven, Luca. <laughs> all right, all right. So. Uh, yeah, I know. I feel as rigged too. Don't worry, Ken. I'm not happy. Um, all right. So, Coop, you're keeping track of this. Let's go with, we'll go to RJ Barrett first. <laughs> Shout out to Brian. Coaching session, well worth it, folks. There you go. Good deal, Brian. All right. Um, we'll do the RJ Barrett first and we'll save the uh, low serial. I forgot who that player even was now. Um, but yeah. Is, yeah. We're going to assume, I'm, I'm going to trust, I see you, Kelly, you're in the bottom left. If you look, I'd say you're at about seven o'clock. So I'm going to trust that Coop's got everyone on there. Um, but yeah. Okay. Do you learn how to rap in the session? That'll be the next one. Uh, and you have to make a preference for TJ. Let's see. Oh, Justin. I, that can't be me. Ken Stock X. Ken Stock X. All right. There you go. We definitely see it. There you go. See, Ken looked. How can I apply for a coaching session? Well, look at that. Ken didn't even take his coaching session, and he already won. Gosh, this is so rigged. I love it. Also, Ken called it rigged, and then he won. Wait yeah, up. Yeah, wait, he's the one who he called knew. it rigged. And then he knew. <laughs> so, Ken, is it still rigged? Is this, is it? I don't, I don't know, Ken. <laughs> okay, final one now. This is going to be uh, for the Kyle Lowry, number 3776. Spin that wheel. This is rigged and I'm winning that. <laughs> what a see. Oh, it almost was Ken Stock again. Oh, oh, that was close. Brenton Friesen. Brenton, Brenton Friesen. Friesen. Congratulations on the low serial. 3776, a top 10 percenter of Kyle Lowry. Awesome. 
Yeah, you guys aren't adding exclamation beforehand. There, it's it's exclamation point rigged, and. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, so we got Ken's username. Do we got Brenton? There you go, Brenton. Yeah, username. I see you in chat. If you can uh, give us your Top Shot username as well, Coop will do that. Um, did we get Epic's username? I don't I, think we did. I didn't see it. We can flip through. Also, Epic, if you are watching this and maybe you had to sign off and you watch it later, let us know. Um, we could also probably put a tweet out and uh, no, maybe not. Way too many of our people are going to respond then. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, we can't tweet. For, you can't right. tweet, Justin. Gotta Where's the person that tweet. says my uncle or my, my, why, why, yeah, my yeah, wife? Right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, that's it. my, that's my <laughs> uncle's wife's cousin. Okay. All this right. Any any final words? This was this was good. You know, it's good to just hang out, chat a bit. Thanks to the chat for being positive tonight. I know that it's not easy all the time, and especially with the way things are have been trending. But uh, DJ, don't appreciate kill me, it. But I want to do something. I'm putting in chat right now the sign up link to the OTM Discord <clears throat> because I've enjoyed chat so much tonight. If people sign up in the next hour we will give them a fast pass into the Discord. I like um, it. We will not slow down it for anyone else. So if you've been on the waiting list or whatever, this doesn't impact you, doesn't slow down, but just for the next hour. Um, it depends on how many. I can't do can't do everyone, but definitely. Can make, I can make that happen for sure. I, yeah, I, I think we can. Um, but yeah, for people who sign up in the next hour, um, let us know. You fill out that form. I just put it in. Um, and we will give you a fast pass into the OTM Discord just because I've had such a good time with a lot of the chat tonight. Um, and normally it's been taking around three to four weeks to get people in. It has um, been taking a long time to get in. But we do that on purpose because we want it to be really quality for the people that are in there. And I mean, it, it really I, I learn a ton from being in our own Discord. So right. there's not just Top Shot Talk, other NFTs, Zed, like there, there's yeah. a lot going on. And Michael, if you if you go and submit again, so go to the yep. link, submit it again. We will see it. And in the next hour, those people who submit, we will give them a fast pass into the Discord. Um, happy to okay. see everyone there. I want to, yeah, yeah. Yep, go, go in and sign up now. You'll get an email later tonight. Or tomorrow. Don't make that or promise. Ah, yeah, you're right. You'll get an email <laughs> tomorrow. With it. Like, good, good, good call. Looking out for me. <laughs> As I like, fall setting. asleep. And it's right, like, I know. Yeah. I don't want to, yeah. Under promise, over deliver. This yeah. guy, he got, he gets it. Mm. We were talking masters, right? So of course, I got a property. Look at that product <laughs> placement. All right, everyone. Thanks a lot for joining us tonight. We will. I'll be. I'll be back on Friday with the weekly recap podcast, and then we'll catch you guys on Monday. We cannot announce our special guest yes because we're still awaiting to oh, confirm yeah, it, but. It's going to be a good one, even if we don't get this person this Monday. We will have them eventually, and it's going to be baller Fine. for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think this person, I think this person's really going to come out of their shell and just shine on their shell. So, on behalf of Justin, on behalf of producer group behind the scenes, I am TJ Lasig, and we will see you guys next time.